everybody, I'm Connor, that's Doug, and live from New York, it's Saturday night! This week, we're going to have a Saturday Night Live trivia contest, and we're starting right this second. Which of these 10 comedic characters did not get their start on Saturday Night Live? The church lady? Unfrozen caveman lawyer? Fire Marshal Bill? Motivational speaker Matt Foley? Hans and Franz? The Blues Brothers? Tom and Tom, the Brothers Brothers? Wayne and Garth? David Pumpkins? And finally, McGruber. Connor, Connor, you know I'm a sucker for trivia, but this is not that show. This is, you know, I can't resist. Fire Marshal Bill and Tom and Tom, the Brothers Brothers, are from In Living Color, and I had to watch that in secret at my friend's house when I was growing up. All the rest are from Saturday Night Live, and kudos to you, sir, for including motivational speaker Matt Foley on your list. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. Uh, If only we could listen to Matt tell us about where he lives, but this is not that podcast. This is... The Bethel School District presents a podcast about the Bethel School District, and it's time to get serious. We're going to talk about school safety this week. The Bethel School District has been and still is on the forefront of school safety. We were one of the first districts to have video entry cameras, security vestibules, and many other safety measures implemented so students can have a safe environment to learn. We're continuously researching best practices and tools and seeing where we can improve. Executive Director of Operations Paul Marquardt gave our school board a presentation on options we were exploring during a recent study session. And his presentation was specific to two things, metal detectors and a new film that makes it nearly impossible to get through a window. Wait a minute, Doug, did you say metal detectors? Are we considering that at our schools? Well, from the meaning, it didn't seem like they were under serious consideration, but the board wanted some more information on what those would look like in our school environments. Well, they've got to be expensive, right? Actually, they're not as expensive as you'd think. Here's Paul. So based on recommendations, looking at research and and from the vendors, if you took an example of Graham Kapowson High School, you'd need eight units. You'd want four in the front where the office is, so that south side of the building, and you'd want four at the rear entry, that south entry, and that's where all those kids come in from the buses. Just for those eight units and four secondary ones, that would be a hardware cost of $15,000. And that's cheaper than I thought. I thought so too, but the metal detectors themselves aren't the only cost. We can't just pull staff from the regular jobs to man these devices. We need to have trained security folks, and that's where the cost rises. Because, for example, at Graham Kapowson High School, they'll be monitoring almost 2,000 students and staff coming into the building every day. We'd want six people monitoring each set of doorways. Four would be screeners for the metal detectors, And then you'd have two secondary screeners. So someone walks through TSA, if you set off the alarm, someone else runs a wand over you to make sure that they know it's your watch or your belt or whatever, right? That would be similar at the school. When you look at what that would cost, you're not going to have that many staff all day. So you'd want someone full-time at each door. And then you'd have part-time people throughout the day helping being those secondary screeners, that relief, and those kinds of things. So at minimum, for each building, that would be 
$337,500. So that's where your money is. The hardware is a one-time cost and the staff would be an annual ongoing cost. Well, that's just for the main doors too. We all know our schools have more than just two sets of doors. That's very true, but let's stick with the two entryways per building for right now. If we put metal detectors into our three comprehensive high schools, that's Bethel High, Graham Kapowson, and Spanaway Lake, that totals $50,000 just for the hardware and more than a million dollars a year to staff them. And that's just for those three schools. Remember, we have 28 schools in our district, and this is just a model for the start of the school day. We're not even talking about passing periods, evening concerts, or sporting events. I was actually wondering about Art Crate, and I'm guessing it's going to add to the time it takes for students and staff to enter the building in the morning, right? It is. Paul said you could expect an extra 30 to 45 minutes every morning. I mean, these seem like a lot of negatives, but don't the metal detectors actually make the schools safer? Well, they do provide visual evidence that something is being done about school safety, but a lot of schools have done research on this, and it seems many of them are coming to the same conclusion. In fact, it's quiz time again, Connor, for you and our listeners. First question, how many schools in Washington state have metal detectors? Okay, let's set the stage for our listeners a little, and I know this because I'm really smart. There are 295 school districts in Washington state and more than 2,000 schools, so I'm going to guess four. That's a great guess. You're actually pretty close. Here's Superintendent Tom Siegel with the answer. I've talked to SPI and to WASA and to WASDA, and they know of no school district in the state that has metal detectors. Oh, I was actually pretty close. What about nationwide, though? That was actually my next question for you. How many schools in the entire country use daily metal detector checks? Well, again, I know this because I'm very smart. There are over 100,000 schools in the United States. I'm going to guess... 43 of them use that system. I love your specificity. It's 1.8% of the schools. Only 1.8% of schools nationwide use daily metal detector checks. There are 4.5% that use random checks. So that's less than 7% in the country that use metal detectors in one way or another. And again, no schools in Washington state use metal detectors. So it seems like metal detectors might not be in the running for us, at least for right now. So what is the next step as we look towards the future of keeping our students and staff safe during the school day? Well, something new the district is implementing in our new school construction is a security film for windows. It's made by 3M, and supposedly it makes windows almost unbreakable. So if the doors are locked, an intruder can't break a window and get in that way. Interesting. A film? How is that effective? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but apparently it works great. Here's Paul again. He's going to talk us through a short video showing this film in action. The video stars a police officer. He's in a controlled environment. First, he demonstrates by shooting through a normal window, one without the film on it. The glass breaks. He can get into the building. Then he goes up against a window with this film on it. He shoots it 26 times with an AR-15, does not break the window. The bullets go through it, just causes it to kind of spider and then he attacks it for 20 minutes he uses a baseball bat he uses a crowbar he uses a battering ram and he uses a sledgehammer and an axe 20 minutes and he still does not get through this window dang that's incredible doug email me that video <laughs> i will and believe it or not we actually have some of this stuff on windows already at some of our buildings we currently have this film on the windows of the security vestibules of Katherine Johnson and Challenger High School. So those are those entry points for those schools. We have it in the plans for Elementary 19 and New Bethel High School as part of our new ed specs. Current cost for that film 
is $12 per square foot. That's the film and installation. If you look at like elementary 19 for the security vestibule, the windows, that's about 417 square feet of film. If it's about $5,000 for elementary 19, you'd estimate it being anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000 for the security vestibules for the remaining schools. So it'd really be around $200,000 if we were going to retroactively go back and do the windows, uh, the remaining 26 buildings. Wow, that's not astronomical in the grand scheme of things. But what about the other ground floor windows in the schools? Why not put the film on all of them? That's a great question. The school board actually kicked that around a little bit. See, if people are on the inside of the building and they need to get out through a window, say there's a fire or an intruder in the building, they wouldn't actually be able to break a window to escape. So there's more research to be done there. But it looks like this will be a great addition to the safety and security we already have in place across the district. And from what was said at the study session, we'll be moving forward on retrofitting the main entryways of all of our buildings with this film soon. Along with that new window film, we have a lot of other projects kicking off this summer. And these projects are in addition to the bond-funded construction we talked about a few weeks ago on the show. Thank you, voters. Here's Director of Construction Sarah Kochi with a rundown of the necessary maintenance and repair projects to keep our schools up and running. This summer, we will be doing exterior painting to our Spanaway Lake High School. We will also be doing some interior painting at Graham Kapowson as well as Frontier Middle School. Additionally, we're going to be replacing the roof at Rocky Ridge Elementary and do some flooring replacement at Kapowson Elementary, some pavement repairs at Child Nutrition and Transportation Services, and some bus loop repairs out at Thompson, some storm system repairs at GK High School, as well as some select portable repairs and improvements out at Camas Prairie Elementary. Well, switching gears, next week is National Library Week, and what better time to celebrate two of our amazing library staff who recently won some incredible awards. Indeed they did. Bethel High School's own Carolyn Olson was recognized with the Washington Library Association Merit Award for Secondary Teacher Librarian of the Year, and Heather Cooper was recognized as the WLA School Library Paraprofessional of the Year. Bethel High School Principal Christy Rodriguez has some pretty great things to say about both of them. They make our library a welcoming place. Not only are they all about iPads and textbooks, which is a large part of the job, we all know. They do bingo and trivia during lunch. Kids want to be in there before school, during lunch. It's not a place that they avoid. They have displays for monthly, like Black History Month, for Day of the Dead that they had back in November. March Madness brackets, they'll have science fiction and space collections out there for kids. There's something for everybody. I just want to express appreciation for all that you do. Um, to make our library a special place for kids. Congratulations and thank you again to Carolyn and Heather for everything they do for our students. We love celebrating staff and students here in Bethel, and one way we do that is with our sports signings. When students get into college due to their sports prowess, high schools invite their families and friends to watch them sign the official paperwork and celebrate their academic and athletic achievements. Connor was out photographing one of these events recently, and he sent us this report. We're here with Tyson Lowry. He's the athletic director over at Bethel High School. We're at one of your signing days, and all of our comprehensive high schools do signing days, but they all do them a little different. Yours are really interesting in that you really create a sense of a almost professional press conference down to asking questions and photography, and you got a great setup. Where'd this idea come from? Oh, it's come through a bunch of different signing days that I've had through my years doing athletics at high school. I think that it's really important that we get a chance to celebrate with the kid, with the child, the student athlete, and then also the family members and friends that are coming to be in attendance to have a chance 
to reflect on their journey to get to this day. It's a huge accomplishment for the student athlete. It's a huge accomplishment for the families and all the time, sweat, and tears that have gone into getting them academically successful, but then also successful to be able to play at the next level. You do a lot around here. There's a lot of athletic stuff that you're involved in. Where do these events rank in terms of your personal enjoyment, personal pride in being able to kind of see these experiences for our kids? Yeah, it's great being a newer athletic director of Bethel High School, understanding what the tradition and the success and the history of what Bethel High School athletics is all about, and then being a part of this transition and moving up to being more competitive, getting some more wins, competing for league and division championships and things is great because we've got a lot of great kids here, a lot of great support here, students, staff, um, and a lot of great coaches that we're putting in place to help Bethel High School take the next step and go to the next level. A lot of schools will do these events with multiple students up behind the table at once and there's nothing at all wrong with that. You choose to make it individual for each student. Why do you do that? I think it's really important for us to be able to celebrate that student on that day for their accomplishments. I, I really feel like it's important for that and every team, every athlete, every school is going to look at it a little bit differently but I really feel like the, the intimacy of doing it for that individual individual student is really important and you know making it like a press conference like you said it's you know very professional looking and it's very exciting for them when they come in and they see that and when it's for them it makes it real. The event Connor was at was to celebrate Bethel High School student athlete Ellen Needham for signing her letter of intent to play soccer at Blue Mountain Community College in Oregon. Connor caught up with Ellen and her family right after the ceremony. This is a pretty cool event that they put on for students. It really puts all the attention on you, and I imagine that could be nerve-wracking or fun or both. What did it feel like to do that right now? It was definitely nerve-wracking for sure. It was fun to have all my family and friends here. I really appreciate them coming out. I'm not used to having all the attention, so it's kind of, I don't know, different. And you made it out. And, and Mom, what was it like for you? It's, I'm sure it's a different perspective from you, but it's kind of the culmination of a high school career. What's it like to be up here and see your child having this awesome moment by herself? You're just really proud and excited for what her future holds and that she's worked so hard and has finally accomplished this goal and now she just gets to have fun and play. And Dad, what about you? What did you think of the ceremony? Well, I thought it was great. I think that it allows the student athlete to get the experience of the signing and stuff like that so that they can take that with them as an experience that maybe down the road they'll be doing something like that for a professional team or just being in the spotlight I think is great for them. Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Connor, we kick things off with some Saturday Night Live talk. Who is your favorite actor or actress from SNL? Sandler? Sandberg? Kristen? Keenan? Maya? Murphy? Murray? I got to go with the tried and true favorite, Chris Farley, and not just because we have similar body types. What about you, Doug? Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Kate McKinnon. Same reason. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>